but I have peers who, who have a completely opposite business model, who have a ton of different like offers and do and, and create a ton of different content and doing all of the things. It's like literally the opposite of what I teach my clients, but I want to lend you. There is nothing wrong with that. Both work. Both business models work. And it is completely safe. It's completely safe for people to have different models that work for them. There is no right. There is no right. There is only right for you. There is only what's right for you. My name is Kat Del Carmen. I'm a wife, mama, and business coach to badass women. Here's the thing. So many of us were raised to believe that a college degree and a nine to five job is the only road to success. I'm here to tell you it's not. On this show, we're going to keep it real. I'm going to challenge you to think differently, take action before you're ready, and show up as your future self. We'll talk about business, growth, mindset, and the tough stuff in life. My guests will inspire you and give you insight to what is possible. So if you want to start an online business, I'm here to teach you. Welcome to the Follow That Fear podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Follow That Fear podcast. I'm so, so grateful you are here today. I recently got back from a mastermind event that I attended in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, and it was mind-blowing, y'all. It was really, really, really good. I was super challenged. I learned just so, so much. And I also just got to really just speak with so many coaches and learn from them, network. I mean, all the things, but I think the biggest takeaway, well, I'll probably do an episode about this. Um, but a big, big takeaway for me is that the uncomfortableness of building a business, it just is not going to go away. It's just not going to go away. If if you want to continue to grow your business on and on and on and on, the uncomfortable energy, the yeah, the resistance, all of that is a part of this journey. It's a part of the journey. Following that fear, it's scary. And if you want to keep growing, if you want to keep evolving, It's going to require you to continue a new level of fear once you, once you hit a milestone or once you get comfortable. So that was a big, big lesson for me, but I came back super motivated. I came back with so much energy for my business, so much to reflect on, so much I want to do, so many ways I want to serve my clients. And I'm just really pumped. I'm so, 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 so pumped. But today's episode, I'm also equally as pumped about. I had such a wonderful conversation with one of my clients a couple weeks back. 
around content that was polarizing. And when I say polarizing, I mean like has a different opinion than either the industry or other people and might not go along with what other people say. And I think in the coaching industry, a lot of people can have fear around, at least people in my community, my clients, myself included, I remember having a lot of resistance in sharing my actual opinions and thoughts about growing my business, especially in the beginning, because I didn't agree with some of the things out there. Like a lot of the coaches that I was listening to, the gurus, the the huge, successful, million, million, million dollar um, consultants, coaches, digital marketers all of them had somewhat conflicting ideas, methodologies, opinions. And I remember I, one, was super confused on which one was like the right way to go. But also, as I really started growing my business, I I started realizing how unaligned I was with so many of the people that I used to like really take a lot of advice from, right? So like, for example, like the Amy Porterfields and the Jenna Kutchers and um, just a lot like Lewis Howes, right? Like all of those folks I learned a lot from. But as I grew my business, I realized that like I actually that their way didn't work for me. And it really had me thinking when I started sharing content about my business, like, what if I'm giving the wrong advice? What if I offend someone? What if whatever the case is? And I think this also comes up when you have a community. Like, for example, I have a community online, right? Like, there are other entrepreneurs and coaches that I am such good friends with. I consider these people my friends. I have so much respect for them. I love them. And they run completely different businesses than me. And sometimes what I have to say about business conflicts with what they have to say about business. And I want to talk about that today. And how uncomfortable it can be to share your personal thoughts and beliefs about how to create results and how that could look different from other people. I want to normalize that it's completely, completely okay for you to share your concepts, share your process, share what you want to share about coaching and getting results and creating change in your life. It's completely okay if what you share looks different than somebody else's. I really want to normalize that today. So that's what we're going to talk about. I want to talk about three things that I want you to consider when you are not only creating content, but creating processes, when sharing your message, when going out there and marketing your business. I want to talk about three things to consider that I had to personally work through and why creating polarizing content can actually be so, so, so good for you and your clients, future clients as well. Okay. So that's what I want to talk about. But before we get into the actual content, I want to remind you that if you have taken anything 
from this podcast, if you've learned something, if you've gotten any results, whatever the case is, it would mean so, so much to me if you could take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I read those every single week, week and month. Um, and I just appreciate it so, so much. It also helps me understand exactly like what is the most valuable to you. So it would mean so much to me if you could leave a comment, let me know your thoughts, let me know what you are learning from this show. I would so, so appreciate it. All right, now let's get into it. Okay, so here's the thing. The coaching industry is filled filled, filled with different advice, different concepts. And it can be very overwhelming to not only understand like what is actually good advice, but it could be overwhelming when like you do not agree with some of the advice or when you hear something and it just doesn't sit well, right? Like you, let's say you want more sales calls, but someone's like, oh, you need to learn this. You, you got to use a template and this exact script. And this is what you exactly you have to say, right? Like sometimes we, we admire someone and then they say something that just doesn't like sit right with us. And we, all these thoughts come up about them and what we think of them and their process and what about our process? Does it work? Maybe it's not good enough. Like we can just go on a crazy road down why creating polarizing content or like consuming content that like we don't actually like align. It doesn't align with us, how that can make us feel and what it can make us think and all of that. So I want to talk about creating content from a very authentic place, creating content that is yours and only yours and isn't copycat, is super true to you. And I have three things, three thoughts I want to share with you that have really helped me step into my business and step into my marketing from a place of truth from a place of realness. Um, and what has really just helped me be super unapologetic when I have thoughts, concepts that some folks might not agree with. Okay. So let's get into it. Here are three thoughts that I want you to consider when you are creating your own content that might be a little bit polarizing. So here's what I want to remind you of. I always want you, and this is number one, I always want you to exercise your truth and always ask yourself, is this true to me? So if you are creating content, if you're marketing your business, if you're creating an email, um, a podcast, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever, wherever you're showing up, whatever value you are giving, I want you to ask yourself, is this true to me? Is this filled with what I know to be true about me and my experiences? Is this in, te- is this in an integrity with me, right? Do I believe this is true? I think these are good questions to ask yourself because I know, and here's the thing, in the beginning of your business, 
you could be sharing information that you've learned from another coach, right? Like, oh, I learned this from another coach. I want to share it with my audience as well. And here's the thing. That is totally fine too. I hope you give credit to those folks, but it's totally fine that you're sharing concepts that maybe you haven't like fully exercised. But when you are creating content for your clients, I really want you to exercise your truth as much as possible. Here's what I mean. In the beginning of my business, when I didn't have a ton of clients, I didn't have, um, I, I just didn't, have, yeah, I didn't have a lot of clients. And I was in the beginning of my business, I was doing a lot of testing and learning. I was also building my podcast, right? So if you've listened to my podcast from the very beginning, you will see like episode one through probably like, oh, gosh, probably a hundred, but I'd say like episode one through like 60, maybe. I was very, very green and learning. And here's what, here's what creating content looked like. It was me actually learning something from some coach or what I read or whatever the case is. Me learning it implementing it, taking action on it, and then reporting back to my audience. That's what I was doing. So like, for example, I wanted to teach business, but I didn't really fully have a business yet. But I was experimenting. So a lot of my episodes in the beginning is like how to, you know, serve your audience better, right? And maybe in those in that episode, and I don't have the episode in front of me, but in that episode, I talked about actual things I did to create better experiences for my audience, right? How I would, I would share things on like how to use Instagram to grow your podcast. I was actually doing that. And I think here's the thing. When you are growing as a coach, there can be a lot of insecurity that comes up because you almost, it, it, it's it's kind of humbling if you share some of your beginning stories. Like, let me give you another example. I remember May of 2020, I made the first dollars in my business. I made 900, I think it was $937 in the month of May. And I really wanted to make a thousand. <laughs> so I was a little disappointed in myself. But I really also wanted to share the absolute truth with my clients or not even my clients, my audience at that point. I wanted to share my truth, but I was really, I was kind of embarrassed because I talked about, you know, running a business, but I had only made $900. So I had a lot of insecurities about it. But this is why I'm bringing up exercise your truth. One thing that is always done well for me is being super transparent with my audience and being super real. Like if I hear the the thing I hear most about my content and when I get on clarity calls with my clients or potential clients, the thing I hear most often is you are so real. You always show up so real. You're always telling us the truth and I, it's, you know, your energy, all of that. And I want to lend you that like wherever you are in your business, I really want you to own 
and take responsibility for the results you've created for yourself, the amazing results that you've created for yourself, even if your brain is telling you it's not good enough. So like I made an episode sharing on the podcast, sharing my first $900 month or something like that. If you look up June of last year, June of 2020, you'll find an episode around uh, about that. Like I've always kept it 100 with my audience. And because I always kept it 100, I never, ever, ever had to feel out of alignment. I just accepted that like I'm a beginner and I'm going to have to show my truth. And that happens even now, right? Even now that I have a more established business and I am much more experienced than I was just one year ago, even now I'm super open on my podcast and my content about where in my business there's still a lot of opportunity, where I'm trying to focus on, what are, you know, not my biggest strengths. Now, look, I know this is personal and not everybody is wanting to share all of their, you know, be super vulnerable. All I'm saying is I want you to really exercise, exercise sharing what is true to you and resist trying to make it look like someone else's, which we'll talk about next. Okay. So I want you to think like, what is your mission? What are you on a mission to do in your company, in your coaching practice? What are your values? I want you to always stick to those. And when you're creating content, if it's true to you, I want you to accept it as okay to share. Okay. All right. Number two, I want you, when you're creating content and you have these polarizing ideas, here's what I want you to do. I always want you to use your own words, use your own copy, speak the way you would speak to your friends and your peers. I want you to practice authenticity, practice showing up real, 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 practice showing up 100. When we allow ourselves to show up very authentically, very real, it's, it becomes harder, becomes harder for people not to just see us as we are, right? Like, I think the reason I have had success, especially from a content point of view, is because you can very clearly see that I'm being my whole self and I'm, I'm, I'm really not like faking the funk, right? Like, I trust that my audience can smell fake from a mile away. And because of that, I have, I have to show up real. I have to show up as myself. It might be uncomfortable sometimes, but I have to do that because when I show up real, when I practice authenticity, my stories, my words, my copy, my clients' results, my results, like it, it's, it's not fake and it can be polarizing, but it's not fake. It's the truth. And nobody could fight me with that. So when you're creating this content, when you have a concept you want to share that might be polarizing for a story or an experience or whatever, whether it's yours or maybe your client results, 
I really want you to practice being super authentic and real when you are sharing that story and using your own words and coming from a place of authenticity. Because when you do that, it becomes very, very hard, very, very hard for people to, to, I mean, people are going to hate regardless, but look, when you show up real, it feels better for you because it's the freaking truth, right? It's the truth. And the reason I want you to really practice being authentic is when we are showing up as our full selves, the content, the possibly polarizing content, that content comes from a place of truth. And when we're saying in our way, it's very clear that it's just the truth and this is our experience and we get to experience it. I remember when I first heard the concept that your thoughts create your results. It was on Stacey Bayman's podcast. I think it's called, it's called Making Money as a Life Coach podcast, I think. <laughs> um, I listen to it every day, so I don't know why I'm confused about it. But I remember I first heard that concept. And for me, that was super polarizing. I remember thinking, you're, wait, 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 hold on. Your thoughts don't just create your results. That like That's like BS. That's like super woo-woo. And it's also like it feels a little privileged to me because <laughs> I was thinking about it that way. I remember I was like, I was literally lightly offended. <laughs> I was. But the more, so I started listening to this podcast, then I started listening to other podcasts. And the more I really started to like get to know these people that I was listening to, I started realizing like, oh, it's coming from a place like it's, it's, the, it's, it's the truth because it's their experience. And then when I started practicing like self-coaching and, you know, the concepts from the life coach school coined by or created by Brooke Castillo, when I started really exercising some of the things I was learning, I started to realize how, one, it was very possible because I was seeing results by by really shifting my thoughts and building belief. I was seeing my own results. And when I started to see those results, I couldn't help but share it with my audience, right? But I remember having my own thoughts about sharing it with my audience because I was like, my audience is going to think this is such BS because I remember thinking this way. But here's the thing. I can't not share what I know that has helped me get results. I can't not. I'm doing a disservice if I'm not sharing the wisdom that I have, that I've grown, right? So when I go out there and I know that my my content or I might feel that it's polarizing, I have to go out there and exercise my truth, tell my truth. And I, it feels better when you do it super authentically, when you practice using your own words and your own stories and your own experience and speaking it the way you would speak it to your colleagues and friends and possibly family. I know that sometimes our concepts look different. I think this comes up a lot. This comes up a lot, y'all, with like 
I, the, the client I was talking to was a money coach and I, I work with many money coaches and all of them have very different concepts. All of them are, have a lot of different ways that they manage their money, right? Like I have one client who she has an incredible story, y'all, like incredible story, got out of a very toxic, toxic situation with her two children. And she was in a ton, a ton, a ton of debt and just had the hu- a huge money burden on her. And she transformed her life by not just, you know, understanding her money better, but she 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 started budgeting super precisely. She started really like becoming more frugal, which I know frugal, the word frugal is even a <laughs> a polarizing word for some money coaches. Right? But like, this is her story. So she started like really budgeting and cutting back and, you know, not having her Starbucks and not having this, which look, a lot of money coaches have a problem with this concept because of other, other bigger financial gurus that like have some practices that they're not, they don't align with, with, which I totally get. But here is the deal, y'all. For this specific money coach, this is how she got herself out of a toxic situation. This is how she got rid or she 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 eliminated her debt by tens of thousands of dollars. This is how she supported her children. So we can't dismiss our stories and the truth about our stories because we think we're going to hurt someone's feelings if we actually give that advice. It's okay if if some people don't agree with the way that you've gotten your results. I want to make sure that you practice sharing your story, sharing your results, sharing the process that helped you. And look, that process is going to evolve. It's going to evolve. It might shift a little. It might change a little. But there is no problem with the way that you got your results. And if you have it in you, if it is your truth to share that information, I want you to share it. Practice authenticity exercise sharing your truth. Like another money coach I work with is all about like not, not being frugal and being more strategic and investing in all these things. And another money coach I work with is like, doesn't really focus on investing because she's helping a a different person at a different level. And none of it has to be wrong. It's the same with like health coaches, right? Like Look, I like a lot of health coaches that that like I'm personally like attracted to are the ones that are like, oh, no diets, like no diets, none of that. But it doesn't mean that the person who got results doing keto or doing paleo or whatever, it doesn't disregard their their results that they got. Like the keto person isn't wrong. 
the coach who exercises, you know, teaches people keto. And some of y'all health coaches might be listening to this saying, no, 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 but they're wrong. And what I have to say to you is you don't get to choose what's wrong or right, especially if it's someone's truth and what helped them get in the best shape of their life. It's okay to have polarizing thoughts. It's okay to have polarizing opinions. I don't know if that makes sense, actually, because polarizing means opinions. <laughs> but it's okay to have, like, for your for your content and for your, your uh, like, what you think, it's okay for you to share things that are polarizing. When it's your truth, it's your truth. And the last thing I want to share, which is really important here, is I want you to acknowledge the the judgy thoughts that come up when you are consuming polarizing content. So kind of what I was touching on right now. I think this is, I think as I've grown my business and I've created a community um, of entrepreneurs online that are my friends. Like I have friends, people I really care about and I admire, right? On the online space who are my peers and like colleagues. They have polarizing content for me. Right? So I'm I'm all like I my business is very focused on mindset and belief some strategy, but a lot of it, a lot of it is mindset focused. And I'm all about keeping things simple, right? Like the way I built my business was keeping things as simple as possible. And the reason is because I didn't keep it simple as possible before. And when I really started seeing results, when I started doing, you know, the 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 work that I teach now, I started growing such belief in myself. My thoughts um, really did create results and I created amazing results for myself. Then I taught my clients and then my clients started getting results, right? That's my process. Simple, showing up real, eliminating the not, the unnecessary. But I have peers who who have a completely opposite business model, who have a ton of different like offers and do and and create a ton of different content and doing all of the things. It's like literally the opposite of what I teach my clients. But I want to lend you, there is nothing wrong with that. Both work, both business models work. And it is completely safe. It's completely safe for people to have different models that work for them. There is no right. There is no right. There is only right for you. There is only what's right for you. So I know that some of my content could be a little bit triggering to people who find success in different ways, like in, in multiple offers and, you know, like doing a lot of content creation. 
I mean, I do, I guess I do a lot of content creation, but for me, it doesn't feel like a lot because it's really been one step at a time. But I know I have like, I have so many like peers in the online space who are successful entrepreneurs who do much more than me, like in terms of content creation, in terms of behind the scenes, like my whole strategy is keeping things simple. But I want to lend you that it does not make what they do wrong, right? And if we look at it, like it's, if we look at it from the other side, they could easily look at me and be like, wow, she can do so much more and make so much more money and how much have so much more success if she did A, B, and C. If she had more offers, if she did this, right? Look, it is safe. It is absolutely safe to have different business models or approaches or concepts or beliefs than other coaches and other peers, than your friends and online space. It's safe. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. And I really, that is, this is the whole point of today's podcast. Create the polarizing content. It's okay. And it's safe to piss some people off. And if you don't want to offend your friends, right? Like if you have a peer and you just like don't like have a completely different concept on the same type, right? Like you're, if, if you have a peer, if you're a health coach and you have a peer who's teaching, um, like veganism, right? And another is teaching keto. It's okay to coexist. It's safe to coexist. It doesn't have to be right and wrong. It could just be right and wrong for one person. And I also think it's just, it's important for us to, to really allow ourselves to believe that the people who want to work with us will always make the right decision for themselves. You don't have to come from this like, look at my value. Look at how I'm better than this person or better than that person, right? Like I could sit here and be like, oh, and I look, here's the thing. My content is polarizing. So when I'm talking to my dream clients, right, my potential clients, I'm saying, look, you're complicating shit. It doesn't have to be that hard. You can make, you could create lots and lots and lots of money selling high ticket, keeping things simple and you know, working on your mindset and you can make lots of money that way. But here's what I'm not doing. And this is going back to like acknowledging your judgy thoughts. And this is one of the last points I want to share that are really, really important. Here's what I don't want you to do in your polarizing content. I don't want you to talk shit. I don't want you to. And maybe some of you aren't going to like this. Here's the, here's the reason why. Like, I think, and maybe this is just triggering to me, but I used to have a lot of thoughts about like, uh, what is it called? MLM. 
structures, right? Like Herbalife and Airborne and Monet. Like these, these, uh, what was the original one? Like Avon, I think was one. Like these, these, uh, network marketing companies, right? Like I used to have a lot of thoughts about how like, oh, that is not the right way to do business. You shouldn't do business like that. And then I used to even have thoughts about the people that, that did, you know, were a part of these, these MLM stuff. But here is the actual truth. The actual truth is there's lots of people making hella money building a life for themselves and their families off of these companies. And I don't get to judge the way somebody chooses to run their business and do their life. So when I say acknowledge the judgy thoughts, I also want you to acknowledge the judgy thoughts you have about MLM or any other type of coach out there. And look, I know there are some big gurus out there that are sharing things like, you could make $100,000 in one month if you sign up with my program. Like, clearly, I'm not down for that stuff, you know? Clearly, I'm not down about it. I'm not down with that. But instead of talking crap and be like, these people, those people, blah, 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 I'm like, hey, let me let me show you a way. And I'm going to always share my truth and I'm always going to be real and I'm going to tell you what's up. But I've personally decided that like, I just don't want to give it too much energy to get, to let my thoughts, my especially my judgy thoughts, control like my content and like sprinkle in in my content. Like I don't have, I don't want to have thoughts about people and the way they run their business, especially if they have people who have actually created results, right? Like I really, I don't know. I have so many thoughts about like the MLM network marketing. Like I used to have a lot of thoughts, like negative ones, but now I'm like, nah, they're like, there's lots of people making lots of money doing that. And if somebody wants to do that for themselves, then go at it, go a hundred. Like I'm rooting for you now. But I really had to personally shift that thought. So when I tell you acknowledge your judgy thoughts, that's what I'm saying. I want you to acknowledge the judgments that your brain is coming up with and just acknowledge them and check them and be like, is this, is this aligning? Is this just rude? Why is it triggering? All right, y'all. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope this helped you think about your content a little bit differently. And I really hope that like it empowered you to share your journey and your process unapologetically. There's no shame in the way you created results for yourself. There's no shame in how your clients are getting results. And I want you to really focus on just providing value in your content, whether it's polarizing or not, doesn't matter. Look, people are always, always, always going to come up with their own version of how they see you. You 
100% cannot control the way people see you. So when you put out something that maybe feels polarizing, your brain might say, people are going to look at you this way and they're not going to like you. And I want to tell you that that's the truth sometimes. But if you are exercising your truth, right? If you're sharing your stories, if you're practicing authenticity, if you're acknowledging those judgy thoughts that we have, I always want you to put your potential client first. I always want you to put your clients in mind when you're sharing this. Is this information of value to them, whether it's polarizing or not? And I want you to go out there and share that information. Share it. Tell people if it's going to bring value to your audience, share it. Tell them. And it's okay. It's safe for people not to agree with you. All right, y'all. I love you guys. I really enjoyed this conversation. Well, it wasn't really a conversation. It was just me. Um, I really, really enjoyed this. And I know a lot, a lot of people um, have this in the back of their mind. So I hope this was helpful for you. This is the kind of conversations I'm having with my clients all of the time. We're working through their thoughts and their process. And some of it might feel like you're not sure if this is right to put out, but I want to empower you today that like you are allowed to share your story and what worked for you. Okay. You are allowed to share that story. And look, if you want to work with me one-on-one, I have some spots open in October, 2021 opening up. Okay. So it's about a month and a half away, but if you want to work with me, to really get consistent income and grow your mindset and really start elevating your business and showing up for your business like a CEO, focusing on sales and marketing and getting really good at it while simplifying everything behind the scenes. I want to help you do that. So follow me on Instagram at Kat Del Carmen, C-A-T. D-E-L-C-A-R-M-E-N. You can go to the link in bio. Um, You can apply for one-on-one coaching there, or you can check out my website, cattailcarmen.com. Thank you so, so much for being here. I love you. I send you a big hug. I appreciate you being here. And if you took something away from today's episode, do me a solid screenshot this and share it on your IG stories. It would mean so, so, so much to me. All right, y'all have a good one. Big, big love. I will see you next time.